This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... And welcome, everybody, to the 4th of July weekend. I hope everybody has a really good time today. Uh, we have got... Oh, well, hold on. Um, oh, she's on Google Meet, for heaven's sakes. Um <laughs> It's, we, it's one of those days, isn't it, Kevin? We're, it, we're just having a little bit of technical difficulty because uh, we seem to have misplaced our guest uh, for today. <laughs> and so we were trying to make this a, a smooth intro uh, to an encore. But it sounds like at the very last moment here, you're hearing from the guest. I am indeed. Can we go ahead and play our commercials? And, and then I will uh, hopefully have her win. Um, when she is on the show. Beautiful. Well, why don't you uh, mention who we've got coming up for the guest so people know to stay tuned. Hey, that's a good idea. Rebecca Whitman. She's a, a national award-winning coach. Uh, she's a podcaster. She has, she works with uh, women primarily to get them to live the best lives that they can live. And she's uh, been around a bit. So I'm looking forward to, to, uh, um, having her on the show. So, um, let, let me go, let me go see if I can fetch her out of the woods and, and we will be right back, uh, after these messages. All right. Thanks for listening to KIXI. Hey, PTR loyal listener. First, thanks for being in my dream. And second, I have a new concept in business to share with you. It's called socialpreneurship. So what's that? Well, it's the idea that any company designates all profits beyond expenses to be awarded to a local or international charity or project which is working to achieve good in the world. KM Media is such a company. We believe that it's important for us to give back whenever possible and to make great things happen. So I hope you'll join us in creating this new business model that will positively impact all of us. In the next few weeks, we will lay out the plan and begin our fundraising efforts. So stay tuned for more details right here on Positive Talk Radio. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey, thanks for listening to Positive Talk Radio. Did you know that we're also a media production company? Well, surprise, we are. We can create all kinds of audio, video products to fill any need. Please visit kmmedia.pro backslash our dash store for a complete list of products and services. In addition, do you need a great voice to add to your own website or any other project? I know that we can add depth and quality to your work. I've been told more times than I can count by many professionals in the business that my voice adds to the quality of the presentation. So let me create something for you. Please contact me at Kevin at kmmedia.pro and let's create something great. 
Hey, and welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, my name is Kevin McDonald, and and Eric, I'm working on this little problem that we've got, and I will uh, um, be able to uh, um, get back to her hopefully in just a second. All right. Um, and so, in any event, uh, we are. Um, Let's see. We here's a link. There we go. And so hopefully she'll be with us in just a second. But I wanted to touch base because, um, as you know, this is the Fourth of July weekend coming up. Absolutely. I hope everybody's going to have a really, really fun time. But uh, now, Eric, I'm kind of out of touch with this. But hasn't fireworks been pretty much illegal now everywhere? Uh, in for personal use, uh, in many m- municipalities, they are indeed illegal. Uh, of course, uh, not including the uh, various communities. Not uh, the big shows. The big shows, have. yeah, yeah. And some communities they aren't. So you have to check with your local, um, your local government to find out. <laughs> uh, in yes. Tacoma, for instance, and I believe in Seattle as well, uh, they are not permitted. But there are, you know, areas that uh, do permit them. So it's kind of a community by community thing. Yeah, and um, I when they, when they were outlawed, I, I for a while, I like for twelve years, I drove a bus, and what ended up happening was because so many people were doing fireworks on the Fourth of July that the police were not able to really enforce it. But I'm here to tell you that please don't use fireworks. Um, in a in a private setting in a home, you don't want to burn your house down or your neighbor's house down. It's it's just not worth it. And go to the big firework shows; those would be a lot more fun anyway. I would. <laughs> you know, when I look at uh, what you know the city of Tacoma does over Commencement Bay compared to the dinky stuff that uh, my neighbors are shooting off, I just think, why, why bother? You've got this m- magical, you know. Uh, the thousands of dollars uh, display that is just gorgeous. And, you know, especially when you see those fireworks reflecting in the water uh, and the whole community comes together to enjoy it. Why would you bother going to spend a few hundred bucks and risking blowing off your fingers or setting fires? Because, you know, it is rather dry out there. Uh, Why would you do that? I mean, when there's, you know, a professional, <laughs> amazing display <laughs> to enjoy for free. And a lot of times they're on a local radio station, so you can do the the audio and video thing. And that's true. And and you can have a really good time with it. And um, I was I was in the earlier KKNW show. I was saying if you've got to have an explosion of some kind, take a pop bottle or a, excuse me, a a uh, like a milk jug. And put it two thirds full of water, and then put dry ice in it. Put the lid back on it, and it will give you a nice little explosion without the fire. Great tip, Doctor Science. <laughs> <laughs> I we had a police officer that lived next door, and he he explained that to me um, because uh, what he did was that rather than than get out the fireworks. And you're right. You know, it's expensive. You can spend easily. You can spend a couple hundred dollars that can go to someplace else and, and uh, like a charity or something, if you want to do that. Absolutely. Or save it for your vacation fund. 
that's even a better idea. Yeah. And, uh, and, and also, or, you know, I, just put some Mentos in some Coke bottles like Kevin recommends and, <laughs> and have a lot of fun that way. Yeah. Now, is that the, the, the candy Mentos? The, the, yes. You can put that? Yeah. So they emit a gas if you don't, don't if, if, if you, if you combine Mentos with Coke or really any cola or any soda, I believe, uh, you know, that citric acid uh, and the uh, carbonation combined with the effusive uh, properties of the Mentos. I I think there may even be carbonation to Mentos, but it creates a, yeah, a big spray. And it's, it's pretty dramatic and fun to look at and easier to clean up uh, than, you know, your house being on fire. Yeah, you don't want, as a matter of fact, I have a quick story to tell if I can. Absolutely. We got nothing but time. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rebecca's working on getting on here. So Wonderful. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that we'll get that done really quick. And, uh, and but uh, years ago uh, at our house, we lived in a cul-de-sac um, and um I can't multitask to save my life. No. Uh, and, <laughs> but, uh, um, and we did, uh, um, we did fireworks. And so at the end of the night, you know, everybody would get into the middle of the cul-de-sac and we each had our $200 of fireworks that we were going to use. And so we all did that. Oh, it looks like Rebecca's here. Ah, yes, indeed. And in, so in any event, um, we, at the end of the night, we would all get together and, and sweep up the entire cul-de-sac so that it, it wasn't a mess anymore. And then somebody, me, had a fireworks that was still live and in the box of garbage. And so at three o'clock in the morning, it was like a fireworks display in my front yard and the box blew up and went everywhere. So unfortunately nobody was up at the time, but that was, that was a little scary. Yeah. I'm hey. sure your neighbors love that. <laughs> oh, I came out in his underwear. <laughs> so it was, fortunately, fortunately he looked good in his underwear, I think, but uh, it was uh, one of those things. But at any event, Rebecca Whitman is with us and we have her and we figured out the technology. It's, it's wonderful to have you, Rebecca. How are you? I'm great. It's great to be here. I was uh, on time in the wrong cyberspace, so I apologize, but I'm happy that I found you in the world of the Internet. Well, and not only the world of the Internet, but we are on KIXI, Woo! 880 AM in Seattle. Yay. So we are being heard all over the Puget Sound area, right as we speak. And it's three o'clock in the afternoon. It's 80 degrees here. So so people are in their cars staying cold, cool and listening to KIXI. Well, hello, Seattle. It's, it's great to have you here, Rebecca, again. And uh, I was reading your bio and you have done um, an, an amazing amount of things. And you've been um, you have developed this program, which is called the seven key areas of the life, which you call the seven pillars of abundance and yeah. spiritual, physical, emotional, romantic. Well, I don't know about that one. Uh, mental, social, and, and financial. And when you have all seven pillars in alignment, you're balanced, beautiful, and abundant, which by the way, is also the name of your podcast an award-winning podcast. I might add. Yes, balanced, beautiful, and abundant. Absolutely. So 
I do you want to hear my story? Of course. Okay. So I moved to LA 20 years ago to pursue my dream of being an actress. And I had small parts on big shows like Friends, CSI, and 24. And I wasn't able to get my big break. So I found the children's acting school industry, which I loved because I don't have kids of my own. And I had a lot of free time to study with great spiritual teachers like Michael Beckwith, Abraham Hicks, Wayne Dyer, Louise Hay. And I really had a great understanding about the law of attraction and applied it very well to my financial life. The one area of life is the area that you joked about, romantic. I was having a series of really bad relationships where the guys were emotionally unavailable and I just couldn't find the right guy to have kids with. So I was 39 and I realized if I don't get married now, I'm not gonna be able to have kids. So I married someone that was not a good match for me. And three years after marriage, I filed for divorce. As I filed for a divorce, my dad started decaying slowly in a nursing home. And the two events were going on side by side. So I would be visiting my dad in the nursing home in Cincinnati, Ohio, where I'm from and flying back to LA and going through this very costly and emotionally draining a divorce. And both events culminated in the same week. My dad's funeral was on a Wednesday. My divorce was finalized on a Friday. And a few months later, I was sitting across the desk from my financial planner and he said, Rebecca, I know you lost your dad in your marriage and you've had a really tough year, but your finances don't reflect it. You've had your best financial year ever. You're actually a millionaire. And I think you should teach other women, but all people, how you did it. So I actually wrote a book called How to Make a Six-Figure Income Working Part-Time. And in the book, I divide life into seven key areas, which I call my seven pillars of abundance. And we, when you have all seven areas of life in alignment, you can bounce back from anything. Now I'm married to my soulmate and I'm happy and I've launched a coaching business where I empower women to go from overwhelmed and burned out to balanced, beautiful, and abundant. That is a beautiful story. And thank you. Thank you for that. Because, and you, so you're a millionaire plus now and you've done, and, but I have to ask you because one of the things I like to ask when I get people, when I get people like you on the show is that in many cases, none of us get to have the opportunity to have, to be like on the, on the, on the uh, set of friends yeah. and to have lines and to be part of the group and stuff. What is that like now? Was that their first season that you were on or was it later on? Season 10. Oh my goodness. So you were really well aware of just how imprinted in American culture that show was. What was it like when you got cast on that and were able to go meet the cast? And, and I know that you, you uh, met uh, Jennifer Anderson and she said, hi, my, I'm, my name is Jen and, and stuff. But what is, what was that like for you? It was absolutely electric. It's a live show. And there's someone who warms the audience up and gets them like really amped up for uh, the actors to come out. So the energy, it was at Warner Brothers Studios in Burbank, California. The energy was amazing. 
everybody made me feel welcomed. I got to meet the director and the writer, and I did a scene with Jennifer Aniston and Matthew LeBlanc. I didn't have lines, uh, but I was definitely a big part of the scene because it was the scene when Jennifer Aniston visited uh, Joey on the set of his soap opera, and I was the script supervisor on the soap opera. Ah. And, and uh, she ends up getting a date with the star of the soap opera. He takes her out, and then she tells him she's pregnant, and then he ends up running away, and the episode ends with uh, Rachel sitting on the stoop being depressed, eating a candy bar. And then, you know, in walks David uh, Schwimmer, Ross, and and then they start up again. So that it was a big episode toward the end of the show. That's that's really cool. Was it, was it as fun as it would appear or were you scared to death? I wasn't scared at all. I was trying to figure out how I could get a speaking part. <laughs> and I kept asking a very sexist question, which is totally inappropriate now, but I was joking, totally joking. What does a girl have to do to get a speaking part around here? I was totally joking, but um, <laughs> it didn't work. I didn't get a speaking part, but um, I did get a great opportunity to rub elbows with Jennifer Aniston and Matthew LeBlanc and be creative on a live set with them. And it was, you know, one of the best experiences of my life. You know, in, in uh, my work, I've had the opportunity to interview people like Neil Donald Walsh and Gary Zukoff and, and Dr. Michael Newton. But, but what was it like? Cause you, you met before he passed away, you met Abraham Hicks. Is that right? Uh, I met Jerry Hicks. He uh, passed away in 2011. Uh, Abraham is channeled by Esther Hicks. That's right. That's right. I I actually have gone to three of her seminars, uh, but I did go to the seminar. Uh, all of them uh, were when Jerry was still alive, and uh, he was a very kind, quiet man. And uh, and then Esther is just a spitfire. She's got a lot of energy. So they were. They were definitely opposites, but he, he is a very sweet man. When I first started doing this 20, 20 years ago or so, um, somebody gave me a C or a, a, um, a, um, a cassette tape. That's what it was. They don't have them anymore, but a cassette tape of Abraham talking through, uh, uh, Esther, that, that must've been, that must've been quite an experience to be in the same room with all these folks and the energy and uh, putting it all together. It was amazing energy and just a lot of, a lot of laughing. I mean, Esther is so funny when she channels Abraham and I didn't get to ask a question, but it's interesting how you go in like open-minded and someone else will ask a question and you hear exactly what you need to hear. And uh, one time I heard her on stage, uh, Michael Beckwith has a conference called Revelations and they were on stage together. And that was absolutely incredible. Like having two of my favorite spiritual teachers share the same stage. Now, if you don't know who um, Esther Hicks is, um, she channels Abraham who is, um, and I'm not sure what his backstory is, but she is able to talk about the law of attraction to, to a great degree. And that's really is kind of her niche, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, all, all of the people that I've studied are experts on the law of attraction and manifesting. Uh, 
Michael Beckwith, uh, Abraham Hicks, Wayne Dyer, Louise Hay. Uh, I think Michael Beckwith and Esther Hicks were featured in the movie The Secret. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, and uh, they're they're incredibly motivating speakers. And these are the principles that I attribute a lot of my success to. Did you ever stop and think when you look back at your life and look at all the things that have happened uh, in your life? Did you, did you ever, did you ever stop and go, how did I get so lucky? <laughs> I wish that I had more of a, a attitude like that. Um, I am more of a, a recovering perfectionist and <laughs> I wish, you know, I moved to Hollywood to become famous. So I'm like, okay, I didn't succeed in that. But I also believe that everything happens for a reason. And I love coaching women. I love having a podcast. And and I consider myself very lucky that I found my mission. But of course, I want to reach more people, have more impact, help more lives become balanced, beautiful, and abundant. So I'm, I'm someone who I think is always striving, but it's actually a great practice for me to look back, like you just said, and be grateful for everything that I have achieved so far. You know, it's interesting. I think that a lot of people will look at the experiences that they've gathered within their life and they will go, oh, I was just lucky and it just happened and da, 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 da. But if you look at the, all the experiences that you've gathered through in your life, they lead to what's happening now for you. And it's almost like if you were to look back at it as a play, you would see how good things happen and how, and or not so good things happened. And yeah. that you were able to uh, work through them and you learn from them and it got you to where you are today. Would you agree with that? I agree totally, Kevin. I feel like life is a tapestry. And when you're in it, when you're in the square, you don't know why you're in it or the purpose. But then when you look back on your life holistically and you see how one thing led to another, led to another, and one door closed and another one opened, and you met this person, and then that person left your life and it was painful, but then someone even better walks in. So I couldn't agree with you more. I think when you look back, you see that it was all divinely and beautifully planned. And I agree with that completely. I, I think that it is divinely planned and nothing happens by accident. And you, I mean, that's, that's in the law of attraction and, and many of the other laws that uh, the universal laws that are out there. Um, but that the law of attraction seems to have done well for you over time. Um, so, so, and you've also written a couple of other books. Um, one of the other books is how to earn a six figure input. I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, how to earn a six figure income on a part-time basis. Is that right? Yes. How to earn a six figure income working part-time. That is the first book. Uh, the second book was blue talk volume four blue blue talk is kind of like a spiritual Ted talk for spiritual entrepreneurs. And that was an international bestseller. And then that was a compilation book where I uh, contributed a chapter. And then another compilation book I contributed to was Phenomenal Feminine Entrepreneurs. So those are the three books that I've written. 
And congratulations for that. Is there a fourth one in there somewhere rattling around? There is. There's two. I'm actually working on a memoir. I've written a few chapters this year. That's and after that, exactly. And after that, I want to write a book about a course that I created, How to Manifest Your Soulmate in Midlife. And I want to write a book about that. Out of thin air or are they an actual person? They're an actual person. <laughs> I mean, they, you don't manifest them like, you know, one, two, three, poof, there they are, like a genie in a bottle type thing, but you will attract them through my seven steps to manifesting your soulmate. Is part of that raising your vibration to a level that makes you unique and different from other people? Yes. I mean, raising your vibration is, it's not one of the seven steps, but that is really important. And it's, uh, it has to do with my first step. It's process and release your past. Because if you're still depressed and sad and jaded and bitter about your last relationship or a series of relationships ending, you won't have a high enough vibration to attract a healthy relationship. Why is it that many of us date the same person in a different set of clothing? Because we are picking from our unhealed self. We've all had childhood trauma from age zero to eight that we didn't process or we'd still, we might've processed it, but it's still in our subconscious and we're working out issues. So I was choosing guys who are emotionally unavailable because I had a dad who was a workaholic and I had a mom who was a, you know, pill head. Hopefully she's not listening to this. <laughs> she doesn't live in Seattle and she doesn't listen to AM radio, but, um, she is, uh, I love her dearly, but yeah. So because they were checked out emotionally, that's what I was comfortable with. So I would pick the same type of thing. So I think we keep repeating the same type of uh, pattern that got imprinted when we were young kids. And the only way to overcome it is with a therapist or a coach or a sponsor, someone that can help you kind of look at your patterns. And once you recognize that they're not working for you, you can choose differently. I say this all the time. So I'll ask you because I ask everybody else. Do you have a coach? I do. See, every person that I've interviewed, and I've interviewed probably, I don't know, hundreds of coaches now, every coach that I've ever interviewed, I ask that question to, and they all say, well, of course I have a coach, um, because we all have blind spots. And even if you are gifted in what you do, you still need the outside expertise of somebody else who can maybe point something out that you hadn't seen. Absolutely. And my coaches change, you know, based on what I want to learn and I've had coaches for every area of life from dating to health and wellness to uh, financial, online marketing, social media. I mean, every, every type of coach based on what I'm working on at the time. Well, that, that's highly intelligent of you, I must say. Thank you. <laughs> because it, it, it really is helpful. Um, I, as an, I use a story that I've, I have a friend that, uh, is a financial analyst or financial planner, excuse me. And he only takes $2 million plus clients. So he's very successful in his practice. He has a financial planning coach 
And I said, because he may, he makes five figures, mm-hmm. no, six figures, excuse me. Um, and I said, well, why would you, I mean, you're highly successful in what you're doing. Why would you need one? And he said, because I can't see everything and I need a different perspective sometimes. And so it helps. So I, and coaching in the last 20 years has really changed and it's really come into its own. And I highly recommend that anybody that's listening here. And I happen to think that being a selected life coach of the year by I A O T P, which I'm not sure what that stands for, but you being coach of the year, you would be a great candidate. That's very kind. Yeah. Life coach of the year. Uh, it's international association of top professionals and everybody needs a coach. A lot of people think, well, when you reach a certain level of success, like for example, if you're a professional basketball basketball player and you're on the uh, Lakers and you don't need a coach, well, that's when you need the most coaching because you're playing other competitive professional basketball teams and you need to be at peak performance. So I agree. Everybody needs a coach and I'm going to offer anybody who listens to this a complimentary breakthrough call where I'm committed to giving you a breakthrough and whatever area of life you feel stuck. Maybe you're stuck in your health and wellness journey. Maybe you are stuck in a romantic pattern that no longer serves you and you're in a toxic relationship or you don't know if you could ever date again. Or, you know, maybe you want to start a side hustle. I love helping people launch six-figure side hustles. I just had a client uh, named Kendall when she started working with me, she was a broke single mom, three, three divorces, three kids. Uh, she was, she was uh, living in a trailer and now she is buying a house. She made six figures. And I mean, it's amazing when you work with the right person at the right time, what you can create. I agree with you 100%. I want to talk to you a little bit about, because uh, I poo-pooed it at the beginning about uh, the romantic piece. Um, but the romantic piece in a lot of our lives is very, very important to us, um, because we want to have a a good, uh, partnership and a good relationship with somebody. I want to ask you though, because when you're, when you're young and you come from a household of, and I'm a little older than you are. And so I grew up in the sixties and in that household, nobody expressed love. Nobody knew how to express love. No, that my parents didn't to the kids, to each other. And so, and as, as it turns out, my former wife came from the same type of household. Nobody knew how to express love to each other. How do you help people get over that kind of trauma? Because it, it wasn't even something that we even recognized was trauma. We just assumed that's the way it was. But that's that's not healthy if you want to have a great romantic relationship, I don't think. Is it? It is not. Well, first of all, I'm sorry that you did not have love expressed to you as a kid. And secondly, uh, how you talk to yourself and your inner dialogue is going to manifest in how your your partner talks to you. So when I was a perfectionist and I was constantly like, you're not doing it right. You're not doing it enough. You're very harsh to myself and my own inner dialogue. And I was attracting partners that were very harsh and critical of me. So when I started to love myself and talk to myself with compassion and talk to myself with kindness, I started to attract people 
not just uh, romantic partners, but friends, coworkers, bosses, everything started to change. So they say it's an inside job. It's in my experience, it's not a cliche at all. Start noticing when you're beating yourself up or talking to yourself in a negative, harsh way and say, wait, stop. How can I, how can I rephrase that? How would I, how would I express that to a 10 year old kid or my best friend? or even a dog because i talk to dogs so uh, me too uh, me too yeah how, how would i express that and to someone that i loved and change that and then the the other part with being willing to receive affection is just to open your heart like start really seeing people instead of seeing people like oh my god this person can hurt me what if they leave? What if they that, you know, stay in the moment and really see them look into their eyes and really see them. Wow. Sitting in front of me is a child of God. This person has a light in their eyes and this person is expressing themselves to me. And this person is taking the time to connect with me and really just be in the moment and open your heart to people. That's wonderful advice, by the way. Because if you're open to people and open to the gifts, I say I think everybody has a gift to give us. You know, when we when we are out there in 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 the world and stuff, every, everybody can be positive and and not enough people are, I don't think, in the in these days. But we can all work and strive for that and be kind to each other. Isn't that a big deal? It's a big deal. You know, I like what the Dalai Lama says. My religion is simple. My religion is kindness and everybody has something to teach us i don't believe you're near anybody by mistake with all the billions of people in the world if you're next to someone on a plane or you're next to someone in a cashier line at the grocery store or you're in an elevator with someone be open to the lesson and the blessing that they can give you because you just never know that person is there for a reason and we get to be open and that is how we move along the spiritual journey is we get little breadcrumbs of what song or what book or who to talk to next and that's how we take a quantum leap it's one one little breadcrumb at a time rebecca can i tell you a real quick story sure um when i was a little younger i was in i was a professional in the food service industry and at one point I was a national sales manager for a poultry company, flew all around the United States, had the company credit card. I got to talk to vice presidents and presidents and marketing people and got to take them golfing into fancy restaurants, $400 dinners and all that kind of stuff. And with all these folks and, and, uh, and then I did the radio show for a period of time. And then, um, I ended up driving a bus in Seattle for 12 years. Now, all of that i say was part of my experience to learn how to talk to all different kinds of people so i can talk to a vice president or i could talk to a famous person and it was no different than talking to a guy who didn't have a dollar to put into the fair so that he could ride the bus we're yes. all the same we're all equal we're all the same we and all learn that. yeah we all come in the same and we all go out the same and anybody who thinks any differently it just doesn't they don't get it they don't get the assignment <laughs> so uh that is that is exactly true whether they're a janitor or a billionaire we're all just humans we all 
want to be loved. We all want to be seen. We all want to be heard. We all want to connect. And yeah, that's a beautiful lesson that you shared. Well, th well, thank you. One of my, one of my most treasured, treasured people on the planet who was my little league baseball coach, didn't have a kid on the team yet. He wanted to coach and he became a very, he became one of my mentors mm -hmm. and he was a window washer by trade. He wasn't a professional man. He didn't have a degree. He came his name was Scotty Reed. He came from a different company or country and he came from Scotland. And so three years after uh, I aged out of little league, he fell to his death and when he popped out of a window, um, but he had such an impact and you wouldn't think that somebody like that could have that kind of an impact on a little boy, but he surely did. I still remember some things that he said today that is part of my gospel and what I listen to. So it doesn't matter if you are a rich guy, poor guy, whatever, you've got something to contribute to everybody. Is that, that's, that's how I feel anyway. And that guy has a legacy through you because he probably didn't even know how much he affected you. And he's one of your mentors and one of your favorite teachers. And now you've had so many radio shows, so many podcasts and affected so many millions of people. And all those people that were affected by your coach are part of his legacy. And to me, that that is the goal. We're only here on earth for a short amount of time. How many people's lives can we touch while we're here? And you do a beautiful job of that because I've listened to your podcast as well. Wow, and thank you. Uh, and you, you do a marvelous job. The name of the podcast again is so I don't have to look it up. Yes. <laughs> no, Balance Beautiful Balance, and Abundant. Balance Beautiful and Abundant show. And they can find that at all, where all podcasts are. And uh, is it on YouTube as well? It's on YouTube and where all major podcast platforms are. Very nice. And, and you've got another couple of books in you and those are going to, any idea when those are going to be coming out? I do not know. I don't have a timeline on it right now, Kevin. <laughs> I don't want to say it on your show and then feel like <laughs> pressure. So, but you know, isn't that the fun part of life is it doesn't have to be uh, on a timeline. It yeah. will happen when it's supposed to happen. It will happen. Yes, they are in the works and they will happen. And stay tuned. Follow me on social Instagram and Twitter at Rebecca E. Whitman. Go to my website, RebeccaElizabethWhitman.com. And you will, you'll know all about the cool stuff that I'm doing. A lot of stuff I'm doing is free every Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern. I have a women's circle where I coach women absolutely for free just to give back. It's amazing for accountability, spirituality, community support. I also host a lot of virtual summits that are free. They're online. I'm hosting an international retreat in India in January with a yoga instructor. So there's lots of uh, fun things that I'm doing with my community. So make sure you stay in touch. And how can they find where to log into the um the um the the circle or the or the the group that you get together with at noon yes i am um, i'm going to be sharing a link tree with kevin and it has a lot of cool stuff all the everything that i mentioned the website the podcast the women's circle you can find out about all of the stuff that i'm doing on my link tree so somebody just asked me to ask you 
Okay, they maybe didn't, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Okay, you've you've made uh, seven figures in your life, and so you've made a lot of money. What what is motivating you to continue to do this? I haven't made seven figures yet. Um, I've had multiple six figure businesses. Um, so, but I am, uh, I do with my stocks and my real estate holdings and stuff. I am a millionaire. Um, so what is motivating me? What is motivating me right now? It's, it's what I just said, legacy. You know, I, I know that I'm only going to be on the earth for X amount of time and, I want to be a vehicle for love and service and empowerment to all people, but especially women. And I want to just see how many people I can reach and how many people I can touch while I'm here through your wonderful show, Positive Talk Radio, my podcast, all the different things I put out online. I put out tons of content and I just want to reach as many people as I can and is it money motivated? Yes. I, I, I don't think that service and money are separate. I feel like that's a dated way to think of things. Like if I'm spiritual and I'm really of service to humanity, then I'm not allowed to make money. I don't think that. I think that greed for greed's sake is disgusting. Like it's not about accumulating a bunch of stuff. You know, there are no U-Hauls following hearse. We can't take stuff with us to the other side. We all have a bunch of stuff. I have too much stuff. You know, I, I need to purge it. It's not about stuff. It's about impact. And if you're impacting a lot of lives for the better, then that deserves compensation. So, yeah. Well, and I'll take it one step farther. Yeah. And that is that you can be, have your heart in the right place, like I think I do. I want to create something great for people to listen to. But the fact of the matter is that at one point or another, and it happened to me before in 2003, I, I wasn't making ends meet and I had to cancel the show because I couldn't pay for it anymore. And that if you don't get paid, if you have your heart in the right place, but you can't exchange the energy. And I think money is energy. Yes. But, between the two of you, if you can't exchange those things so that you can continue to do the work that you're doing. So for the betterment of everyone, if you can't do that anymore, then nobody wins and everybody loses. That is so true. It's an energetic exchange. If, if we are constantly pouring out and loving on people and teaching them and being of service and there's no reciprocation, then that is, that is an imbalance. And yes, it is an energy exchange for sure. And money is just energy. I mean, when you think about it, Kevin, it is paper and metal. We give it all this meaning. Some people lose yep. the whole joy of life because they've been a slave to money. They've made money their higher power. And instead of making yourself a slave to money, I teach people to have money work for them. You know, you don't want to live to work. You want to work to live. And the point of money is freedom. That is the whole point. When you don't have any money, you're like, you have no freedom. You don't have freedom for travel. You don't have freedom for socializing. You don't even have freedom for healthcare. And when you do have money, you have freedom to do what you want, when you want, where you want, with whom you want. 
and you can take care of yourself and the people you love. Couldn't agree more. Well said, well said, well said. Thank uh, you. It's important that, that there be an energy exchange. And if, if, you know, if, if somebody says, no, they're, they're supposed to be godlike. They're supposed to be spiritual, and spiritual people don't take money. Well, you know, those people don't. They, we still got to eat. <laughs> we still got to have a roof over our heads. We still deserve the good things in life uh, for doing what we do. Um, so I think I think your point is very very well taken. Um, by the way, if you go to RebeccaElizabethWhitman.com, you can find out all the information. She's got some pretty pictures of herself, and and you can go to her podcast and everything about her. All um, there. And, and find it. So, again, that's RebeccaElizabethWhitman.com. And uh, I really appreciate you. I'm, I'm so glad you came on my show. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great getting to know you. I love your show and you have great energy. Like you're hilarious and spiritual at the same time. What an awesome combination. <laughs> well, you know, I was born with this really weird sense of humor. And uh, so, so I have to tame it down quite a bit sometimes, but uh, it's, I appreciate that. I appreciate, I appreciate you. Now we still have got some time left in the show. So before we go, I would then, if you want to think about this for a couple of minutes, you can, uh, but I would love for you, because I've got another question I need to ask you before we get there, but I would like you to um, talk to our audience about anything that you would like them to know. Um, but before we go there, you've worked with some really, worked with Wayne Dyer and Abraham and, and, and uh, Mr. And Mr. Hicks and, and, uh, and with Miss Hayes who is also passed on now, I understand. Mm -hmm. um, but who was, do you feel, had the biggest impact on you personally? Michael Beckwith, who was in The Secret. He uh, is the founder of Agape International Spiritual Center. All their, all their services are streamed online, so you can check him out. He is one of the most incredible public speakers and when there are, you know, CDs, I would just stock up on his CDs and listen to them over and over and over again. I also took some of his free classes and uh, he's incredible. He's all over YouTube. If you haven't heard him, Michael Beckwith, he is incredible. I, I think he's like his energy. He's like the Jimi Hendrix of spirituality. He's just fire. So he, he taught me a lot. And he did have in the secret, he had a major, major role because he has so much to say. He has a lot to say. He, he's very articulate. One of the best things he's taught me is to embody the quality that you want to have. So when I first saw him, I was very lonely. I had just moved to LA. I didn't know anyone. And he's like, if you want love in your life and you want friends and you want a lover, then you get to be loving first. You don't need anything. You, you are what you want. So your, your love, if you embody love, you're going to attract love. If you embody lack, I don't have any friends. I don't have a boyfriend. I'm all alone. Then you're going to, you're going to end up manifesting more loneliness. You're going to prove it true. Whatever you say to yourself. Is Correct. that is that a good way of saying it? I think. Yeah. 
And it's like, what do you bring into the party? So if, if life is a big party, everybody's got a gift. Everybody's got a superpower and a talent, whether you know it or not own it, like bring that to the party because people, people want to know the authentic you. They don't want to know the, the fake buttoned up you that's boring. If you have a wild sense of humor, have it. If you're, if you're like super smart, be super smart. Don't play your intelligence down because you don't want to make people feel dumb. If you're a great dancer, dance. Like, what do you, what do you bring into the party and, and play that up? Don't, don't play it down. I couldn't agree more. Matter of fact, one of my favorite songs, I hope you dance by Leanne Womack. Um, One of the reasons why the show even exists and she doesn't know this, but one of the reasons why the show exists is because of that song. I hope you dance. How did that song inspire this show? Because I wanted to do something like this. And the, the, basically the premise of the, of the song is don't settle. I hope you dance with life and do, and do everything that you really want to do in life. And I, and if that's dancing, I hope you dance. And so I said to my buddy in the, I said, we could do radio. And he said, well, I don't know. And I said, well, let's give it a try. And that was in 2002. And I've been doing it in one form or another ever since, because it's in my heart, it's in my soul. And it's, it just makes me so pleased to be able to talk to people like you who are in, into the, you're in the game for the right reasons. And we can all work together for, so that we can win the game together. And so we're all part of the same team. Uh, at least that's, that's my viewpoint, but that's how it all started years ago. I love it. What, what a beautiful uh, song that inspired you to, to launch your whole broadcasting career where you've helped so many people. And yes, we're all on team love. Like I really feel like all emotions, you know, as the course in miracle states come from fear or love and all the negative emotions, prejudice, hate, bigotry, racism, jadedness, cynicism, the resentment, they're all fear-based and all the love-based emotions, happiness, contentment, bliss, appreciation, uh, satisfaction, uh, celebration, they're all love-based. So we're on team love. And and if more people that were on team love united in linked arms, the world would be a better place. And and it is because of shows like this. So let's, let's keep, keep going team love. We need all of you. (laughs) That's, That's a bumper sticker right there. Let's go team love. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> or a t-shirt or something like that. Okay. We've got just a couple of minutes left, but, but, uh, Rebecca Whitman, um, by the way, again, go to Rebecca Elizabeth for all of her information and to talk to her and, uh, please do. If, if you have, here, I'll put this out there. If you have the need, if you feel lost, if you feel like you need someone to talk to who can be honest with you and care for you and, and to help you, put yourself on the right path. Rebecca's the, the one to at least start talking with her. And if not, if that doesn't resonate with you, go find one, but don't sit there in your house and just do about the fact that you're, you're unhappy. 
go take positive change, positive thoughts to make it different for you. Because uh, we all deserve that. That's what the universe wants for us. So, okay, I'll get off my soapbox now. That's, a, that's enough for me. So, Rebecca, would you please tell our audience anything that you would like them to know? I will tell you this, uh, beloved listeners, don't take life so seriously. None of us are getting out alive. Don't get overwhelmed with the future. That's what I used to do. I used to be way out into the future. Oh my God, what's going to happen? How am I going to do this? And how am I going to do that? And what's going to happen over there? And what's that, what's that going to be like? Just do your day, find the joy in today and find joy in the simplest of things. Taking a sip of coffee, looking at a flower, petting a dog, stretching and moving your body, having a cold glass of water on a hot summer day. And if you find yourself getting overwhelmed, that means you're in the future. Just do the next right thing, the next indicated action, and then the next indicated action. And before you know it, you will be at your pillow at the end of the night and you will have had another beautiful day on planet earth. So I would say just do your day and find the joy in the simple moments. That is simply beautiful. Thank you. If I could add one thing to that. Yeah. Be, uh, my mother who was 90 when she passed away a year and a half ago, swore she was going to live to be 106. She went to play bridge on Wednesday. She went out to dinner on Thursday and went home and passed away on Friday. Do not allow the people in your life, the people that you love to leave your presence without you telling them how you feel about them and that you love them because you don't know. Rebecca said it perfectly. You don't know what tomorrow brings. There may not be a tomorrow for them or for you, but to take the time and make sure that you do the right, do the best thing that you can for your friends and family. Does that, how's that? I agree. Life is now. We're not promised tomorrow. So don't leave anything unsaid. And if you have any unfinished business with anyone, I would tell you guys to finish it this weekend and mend the fences and say the unspoken because anything can happen anytime. And this is a beautiful weekend to do it. It's Independence Day. You can be independent of all the crap that you've been living with your whole life and to do something great for yourself. Rebecca, thank you so much for being here. You are a superstar. <laughs> thank you so much, Kevin. It's been a pleasure to be on your show. And everyone, have a great 4th of July weekend. And if you're listening to this in the future, every day is Independence Day when you claim your freedom. And I know you have it in you. Thank you. Awesomely said. And if, by the way, if you run across Jennifer Aniston again, tell her I said hi. I will. <laughs> and I want to thank everybody for being here. Have a wonderful, wonderful 4th of July weekend and take care of yourself. And uh, do remember, be kind to each other because each other's all we've got. We'll see you next time on Positive Talk Radio.